Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Colton Collective Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Dave AC and the Sixth Doctor. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to yet another Coltum Collective Podcast Commentary uh, Series 5 Episode 3 <laughs> Or should I say Fanarg 3 Yes, Fanarg 3 Or The Moth Episodes <laughs> Anyway, enough of this hilarity Let's bring a serious tone to the show It's time to welcome Mr. David Cooper Hello Dave I have- Hi, Ian. I am Mike. And uh, remember, uh, although it's just officially changed over midnight here in the UK, the 17th today, 17th of April, David Tennant's 39th birthday. So happy day, birthday to David. Happy birthday, David. All right. Well, we are joined yet again by Mr. Randall Thor. Hello, Mike. Salutations and greetings, everyone. <laughs> Oh, in English and all, you're all lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no foreign language version of the Golden Collection. Exactly. <laughs> if, I, if I did that, I could say, Ohio gozaimasu. There we go. <laughs> he was saying hello to Ohio. Yeah, I was going to say gesundheit, actually, but never mind. <laughs> yes, Ohio just sneezed. <laughs> oh, gosh. Actually, this is this, this tonight's commentary reminds me of a Faulty Towers episode. Don't mention the war. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we are going to be watching Victory of the Daleks, or as I like to call it, uh, the Teletubby Daleks, or the Skittle Daleks, or the Fads. <laughs> but not the Power Rangers. Yeah, go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, Mighty Morphin Dalek Rangers. <laughs> Oh, it's already started, so we may as well get going, I guess. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be commentating on this episode. Yep. Mike, I left that wide open. (laughs) I'm going to pontificate and ruminate. There you go. And for once, you can join us because we're having tea and jammy dodgers. Yes. Yes, (laughs) there you go. Oops, no, that was, was actually the, uh, the destruct button for the TARDIS. Whoops. Uh-oh. <laughs> there we go, serious Fanarg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you're unfamiliar with this, you've got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, what we are going to do is we're going to start our respective copies of Victory of the Daleks, and we will sit here and watch it simultaneously and say our piece, and you can uh, listen along and play your respective copies, and... 
I just don't know what I'm saying tonight. I haven't got enough. I haven't got any wine. That's that's the reason. KBO, KBO. Keep buggering on, yes. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start this episode. I'll count us in. We'll give you some uh, clues as to what we're seeing on the screen, so you know where we're at, so you know that you're in sync. So, without any further ado, we're going to KBO. You guys ready? Ready. Ready. Okay. Well, in five, four, three. Two, one, play. And we're in the war room. There's the BBC logo, the mighty BBC. She's rather cute. Yeah. And I think we've established that that is uh, Susanna Fielding playing that part. And there he is. Yes. That group captain looks a little familiar too, but I don't know where from. He actually looks like group captain Chunky Gilmore. <laughs> uh, apparently, I mean, it's a little bit smoky there, but apparently, you know, the 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 real one was absolutely, you know, purple with smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's the wonderful stupid theme. I mean, that one. <laughs> no, we're back thing. in the war room. That's the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Churchill, put that out. <laughs> I still what can't, like? I still can't. What are these weird like letters flying around? <laughs> I still can't bring myself to like this thing. I like this bit though coming oh, up. Yeah, I love this yeah. bit. Yeah. Da, it just doesn't like, of the Daleks. Mark Gates. Yes. Or is it Gattis? I never got it right. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's it's like the thing is. I'm always never sure about pronunciation because, you know, it's like Stephen Moffat, but you hear um, other people go Moffat, and it's just like, well, what the heck is it? It's like you never know. Somebody will write and tell me what it is. One way or it's, the other, the like emphasis Steve. is on the wrong syllable. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I still the, don't know whether that's reflective sign or not. It's backlit, yeah. and it's dumb. It's backlit. <laughs> the TARDIS key. Remarkable. The one thing I didn't like about his Churchill is that he varied on the. Because Churchill had a bit of a, a, a lisp, didn't he? No, but he used to sort of very deep in his voice. And he tends to go in and out of it. You know, I don't think it's. Yeah, the, the speech that comes later in the lift. Is the most Churchill-like bit. Right. Uh, so, Winston Churchill remarks on the Doctor having a new face. We implied yes. past adventures between those two. Or well, future. That's why I had the phone, of course. Or future. Mm. Yeah. But you future. assume he's made him in one in a past incarnation because the Doctor's aware of it. Yeah. Action this day. Action this day. It's almost like a flying jacket she's wearing there. I didn't notice that before. No, but the funny thing is, is uh, unlike you know, the classic episode and, and even um, uh, the RTD era, nobody has commented on Amy's clothes. No one has. Nobody has said, "Oh, your your skirt is remarkably short, young lady. Are, are you a hooker?" No, I told you, material's short in those days. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, you, you weren't allowed to have pockets. There was a great one in um, 
good night, sweetheart, where this policeman said, Churchill said, you can't have pockets in your jammers. Broke my heart cutting all the pockets off my pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, they meant he's on new ones. <laughs> so here we are on the roof about to see the secret weapon. Yeah, and here's and we go the best, the, the best the actor in the fingers. whole entire episode. Yeah. Bill, Bill Patterson. Yeah. Love Bill Patterson. I like I how the, to... the doctor keeps doing the V with his with his fingers. Mm. <laughs> the whole Churchill sign. I've only just remembered where I first saw him from was um I'll V the same pet, which yep. is one of my favourite. He played Ali um Ali Fraser. Ellie Fraser, yeah. And he was just a in that. Yeah. <laughs> um but he was also in Hitchhikers. Right. Um when Zaphod is trying to get to uh, Ursa Minor, he was uh, one of the freighter um, controllers. Ursa Minor control. To... <laughs> I was in a lot of Adventures of Baron Munchausen. The oh, Witches, yeah. Truly Madly Deeply, Chaplin, Bright Young Things, Miss Potter, The Singing Detective, Dr. Zhivago, Smiley's People, Little Dorrit. Um, Union Jack on the front. <laughs> oh, and the little thing, the little covers over his lights, the blackouts. Yeah, yeah. little socks, Dalek socks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Tardis Tara. There's something for you in it. Dalek <laughs> socks. <laughs> of course they will. <laughs> Oh, ambiguous reference. The war. Mm-hmm. Blueprints and photographs. Yeah. But this is the, the thing I don't get. Is like, And this is another one of the logic problems. Is He knows who the Doctor is. He knows the Doctor travels through time and space and knows a lot more than he does. Yet he's arguing with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is creepy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you know what I thought when I saw that? I thought of Wallace and Gromit, you know, with the penguin. Oh, yeah. You know, the penguin's <laughs> up, yeah. The penguin stops outside the door and looks, so they all <laughs> <Yeah>. on. Yeah. <laughs> I like that poster. To victory. Yeah. Oh, I bet that'll be on the BBC website to print out. It already is. PDF. <laughs> no, 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 no. KBO. <laughs> With a hundred. Turn cup. Almost looked like pizza for a minute. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> Dead zombie order pizza. Now this was uh, the first clue, wasn't it? She doesn't know what Daleks are. Yeah. No, Does sorry. It- doesn't remember the planets in the sky. <laughs> the there was a whole lot of discussion swarms. on, on um, well, I mean, there's been a lot of discussion everywhere, but including yeah. Hotchock today, where um, people were saying that uh, Stephen Moffat wasn't aware of the error on, or the fact that Rory's I- hospital ID was issued in 1990. That. 
You was like, well, what's the problem with that? He was issued in 1990. It doesn't mean it's 1990. How many passes are issued for that length of time? Normally, passes are renewed every, you know, couple Five of years. years. Yeah, and the thing is, if it was done in present day, how would his ID have been issued in 1990? You'd have. That would to... have made him like three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Twenty takes years. Takes a cigar out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the wobbly jowl! <laughs> one of the great things I saw uh, in the confidential is they um, they said that, that somebody had rigged one of the, the they couldn't light the cigarettes with naked flames in that right. war room, so somebody had rigged a little fuse wire over one of the switches so that uh, the wire was so thin it would glow when the current went, and they used to yeah. light the cigarettes on that. Like really... a cigarette lighter in a car. <laughs> yeah. They just heat the coil up and they... Yeah. I wonder if the bloke after the war made a fortune on that. Right. <laughs> I mean, I must admit they did a very good job on the war room. I mean, after watching the commentary, and if you haven't seen it, do do watch it because it's actually better than the episode. The um, they did a wonderful job. <laughs> Contentious. Recreating us. But that's what yeah. the BBC do well. They do reenactments and recreations of things very, very well. You see, I didn't believe that one second. That, that, I mean, I know what the intention was. We are safe for now, but the emphasis he put on it just made it sound completely fake. Yeah, we are safe for now. It was overly dramatic. And off goes the Dalek. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the first Doctor Hands go in there? Uh-huh. The twiddly bits. Twiddly He's a great. He's a great Doctor. I have no problems with his Doctor. Yeah, I, I like that bit. About what does hate look like? It looks like a Dalek. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sound clip. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it does add a a depth to... And it's a shame that... Well, I mean, if if you're listening to this commentary, you've already seen the episode. It's a shame that these guys get wiped out because... They're devious little buggers. Yeah, it's a shame that the whole that their whole cunning was cut short in this episode. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more of that. The whole power of the Daleks. Yeah. Daleks are your soldiers. I mean, imagine what they're doing to themselves inside. They're like, we're being subservient to these little apes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, it is quite astounding that they're, they're keeping this up. Subservient, well, at the same time, we hate you, we must yeah. kill you. Now, now, we just talked through an important bit there, because he was saying about his hypersonic yeah. flight and gravity bubbles there, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, his bubbles in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how he made those. <laughs> Death to the Third Reich. Death to our enemies. And cowboy boots, even, too. <laughs> Nobody made mention of the fact that she's Scottish wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> you do not require tea. <laughs> Wonder who takes the Dalek's socks off because he must have had to ask somebody to take his socks off. Yeah. Oh, the... <laughs> They're very expressive with those eye stalks, aren't they, really? I do <laughs> love the sounds that they put in as well, the, the servos and everything going. Bzz, 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 bzz. Yeah, I first noticed that back on Dalek's Manhattan and Evolution. You could mm-hmm. really hear that 
on that episode, that, that story. Mm. <laughs> and this is great too. Because once this you thing. actually get an idea of the fact that they are solid. Yeah. yeah. Please resist from striking me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, only been in, in remembrance where. Uh, um, Oh, this scene right here is where a lot of the really poor edits that I noticed were with it, with it, where Amy is in different shots. She's in, right. you can really tell that's poorly edited together. Yeah. But you well, know, just on the eye still shot there, you could see the doctor, but not Amy. Yeah. And yeah. then when they show you the outside camera, you can see the Amy there. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the camera's <laughs> offset from the side of the Dalek. But look, you can see the periphery on there from the eye stalk view, but you couldn't see Amy standing there. Something I like about that, that line right there, where I am the Doctor and you are the Daleks, was back when they were filming this, someone, I, get, I think it was Alan Vega or someone, leaked audio of this, of the Doctor, of Matt Smith delivering that line. And it was a different take. It was a different iteration, different emphasis. And right. comparing that with how it is in the episode, I like this take. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It would have been good because, I, from, from what I gather, the the it was uh, when he did Daleks. He said "da," yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, there was a pause was there. To be, the kick was supposed to be in the middle of that pause. Yeah, yeah but that, that I am the kick. doctor reminded me of uh, the John Pertwee song. You know, where he sings. Mm. Uh, well, he talks. Oh, song. Yeah. This is another huge plot hole. This nope. thing that they found would have to have been from the far, far future, because mm-hmm. how else would it have a brand new Doctor's voice print primed into it? Exactly. Well, and how long? Well, how long has this has the Doctor been in this form by now? We've pretty much gone continuously from eleventh hour till now. Right. And oh, there we go. Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> Was shooting the handoff. Ooh, reveal. He's Bracewell. Oh, I am your father. <laughs> no, no, it's not true. Right. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> and they're gone. And now we have a blue bow tie too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this is where I like the music in. Hmm. It's the 11th Doctor's theme. Yeah. And uh, what's the bet you get when those little things with Easter eggs in? (laughs) The progenitor. Yeah, how long has the Doctor been in this form? As I was saying, how could the Daleks have picked up his specific voice in that new form? Yeah. It's like I've, I've seen the argument already that the, Dal- the time the Daleks spent creating the, the br- creating Bracewell, they could have spent creating a Doctor Android with that voice print. Yeah, and made it activated the progenitor themselves. And here's one of the the shots that I just do yeah. not like. Now that you pointed out, yeah, there you see it again. There's no smoke there yet. But, on this and her line of sight and expression yeah. is just the... completely blank. Mouth, yeah, mouth open, mouth closed. It's it's it's. It looks the, the way that they're standing actually bugs me more than anything else. Well, I think mm. they probably took probably an hour filming that bit, so the poor yeah. souls. I think it just didn't work. The no. idea was good, but it just didn't work. Yeah. And there's a thing about the 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 
the the TARDIS's noise that I I don't want to bring up in here, and I'll talk about it later with separately, but it'll come up next week. So yeah, I've seen that clip. I know you. Yeah, I know you're talking and that about. bugs me no end as well. Yeah, I'm getting annoyed at Mr. Moffat. Now somebody brought hey, up. Is, hey, Dad's army. Dad's army. Somebody brought up. Doesn't isn't that the guy who sells Kronk burgers in the long game? Huh. Ooh. Hey, Kronk burger. The final phase. <laughs> I like how okay. the, the got a question for you. Go on. Daleks, right? Yes. There's a ramp, right? What do they need handrails for <laughs> on their spaceship? Oh, this was a stroke of genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a red button in the middle of it, hasn't it? It looks activating. Push the button and kaboom. I was thinking Shrewsbury, but it's not. It's a Jemmy Dodger. <laughs> yep. I don't know what the difference between a Shrewsbury and a Jemmy Dodger is, but... I do look like I do like how they've made made it look kind of beaten up and but I have to agree it looks like a a basement or a, a oh, no I like the low ceiling I'm like, thinking it's saucer shaped very low and flat well the funny thing is is the if you notice these little boxes hanging from the roof it looks like yeah. air conditioning ducts that they just you know ripped out the air conditioning around them and put lights in there when the new Daleks come in, they do almost hit their heads on it. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's like that white one's like almost hits it. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, good planning. We have a ship with low ceilings. Let's get taller Daleks. I'd love to see how they get through the doors. I object. <laughs> I forget climbing stairs. <laughs> now we have we, doors. We cannot access the rest of the ship. <laughs> I cannot fit through the door. <laughs> And the progenitor, un- unfortunately, looks too much like a Dalek to for it to be. It's just like really, you thought you'd make us uh, look like a Dalek. What's that other one? The the gold one got written underneath it because obviously it hasn't got the Union Jack. But it has oh, it's something written. On- it, it's code name. You remember back in the Davies era, uh, they they all had little code symbols right. for their name tags, and that's what that is. Oi! Put that on out! <laughs> I had to explain this to Liam. Yeah, and where's Captain Jack's ship next to the uh, yeah. big thing? It's, it's <laughs> cloaked. <laughs> I like that. Alert. He just slides the thing across. <laughs> yeah. High tech. No, let's press a button and go. <laughs> now, apparently, in the confidential, they said they didn't actually have that board, uh, the, the the movable table, because that was actually at the operational departments in the different, you know, the air, the air zones and things. Yeah. That was just a planning room mainly, uh, but I think it works there. It gives a much better idea in a single set. Yeah. And that basically, I mean, uh, I think you said Ian, there's only about three sets. Uh, no, it was somebody else, but yeah, there's only oh. like yeah, there's only like three sets. There's this set, there's the, the roof, roof, and then and there's the Dalek ship. 
back on the yeah, dollar uh, Oh, yeah, and this... and Bracewell's. Um, oh, his lab. office. Lab. His office lab. Yeah. Office lab. Yeah. And the TARDIS, of course, is not a set. Really, it's a permanent no. set. That. Yeah. It's interesting they say that extinction is not an option and they'll return, yet they're here in a bit we see they're so intent on their own destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, extinction of the race, I suppose they mean. Yeah, destruction of themselves. They know yeah. they'll be exterminated. Yeah. Right. It's Davros! <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's been a long line of... of uh... Of Doctor Who, I mean, of Dalek um, way of thinking. If they fail, uh, like in Rememberettes, where you know the Doctor says, "Well, you're you're the only one here. You're you know you've lost and everything," and so he just disintegrates himself. And even in Dalek, he's like he had no purpose. He had no reason to be there, so he blew himself up. Yeah. Um, that, they that, know that. they knew creating the mighty Morphin Dalek Rangers, but they were going to get them on the bits. <laughs> we had a bit Apple. of a close up of that eye there. There was a slight yeah. bit of, um, you know, physicalness with the thing in the middle. But I still like. I mean, Daleks in Manhattan, I didn't really like, but I did like the the first Dalek that came out of the lift better than I did these coming out of that. Right. Yeah. I still like the whole. The whole lens thing that the Davies era Daleks have that yeah. grows and shrinks as they look, as they zoom in and zoom out on yeah. objects. <laughs> Apple introduces the new eye Daleks. Yeah. Choose your favorite color. Oh, there's that line. <laughs> You're either with us or against us. See, I mean, I love him as an actor, but I think it's too caricaturish. I mean, he didn't want to mm-hmm. do the, like, uh, an impersonation of, you know, like, we're so defender, you know. But a lot of it comes off as very, this is exactly what he would do. Uh, you know, and do an action is, I don't know. Fireworks. Let's make use of that alien tech that we mentioned earlier on in the episode. <laughs> uh-huh. You have notes and sketches of. That you can implement in like five minutes. All right, good oh, on it. Ten. Retro, retrofit those. Get all of our pilots. Get them. Ex, make them experts on how to operate yeah, this. That was a bad angle to show them there. That that's where those humps really yeah. looked ugly. Really, I do like the new Dalek voice, especially the white one. Yeah. I, uh, I like the 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 eyes talk a little bit. That's the mm. the external part. But I don't. Mm. I think there's too much of the. Black Kevlar or whatever it's supposed Kaboom. to be. I'm also noticing that these new Daleks are saying disintegrate and as opposed to uh, exterminate. Will that these, become their thing? Do these Dalek bumps make my ass look big? <laughs> yes, fads, as I like to call them. 
Fat ass Daleks. More like Don't mess with me, sweetheart. Yeah, I just noticed on the interior shot of the Daleks' eye stalk, you could see what looked like an optical nerve in the upper left yeah, corner. Yeah, just yeah. the corner, yeah. And these little wires and stuff. Yeah. Perhaps um, I thought from the conversation they were too, they'd made them too graphic. Mm. This is something that, that, another plot hole type thing. Where is that viewing angle that they're yeah, seeing from? There's exactly. nothing there. <laughs> Yeah, somebody move this, somebody move this light box so I can move. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is if they were tapping into some TARDIS, but of course they can't. Right. The TARDIS is off in a hall, that near, yeah. nearby hallway. Well, he's tapping yeah. into something on the Dalek ship because you can see it's got, he's got it wired to his head too. Yeah. Which they don't explain. No. They don't explain it's... that he's tuning it in with his head. <laughs> As, as for camera angles, I was thinking one of the other Daleks, but they're standing behind. Mm. <laughs> and there we saw it again. The now, I've got an interesting point. Okay, when you see a Dalek's view, mm-hmm. what oh, color is the Doctor's bow tie? Ooh, I hadn't noticed. It's slightly oh, no. washed out of color, isn't it? My point is, the Daleks don't appear to see in color. Mm, okay. So what is the point of having multicolored Daleks? Exactly. Uh, it's just different shades of grey. Hey, exactly. medium grey Dalek, over here. <laughs> darker grey Dalek. Darker grey Dalek. <laughs> are you the Dalek, uh, the the drone, or are you Dalek Eternal? I can't tell. That's one that when that nearly wobbled, the white one then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the, the two different yellow ones, the darker yellow and the lighter yellow. It's now, like, how do they come apart? You could see the bubble around the sh- the airplane then for a sec. Let's yeah. bring in the TIE fighters. Yeah, which they managed to just whip up in ten minutes. And get up there in space. Yeah. And the the, the pilots now know how to fly in that environment. Now yeah. look, don't listen guys, listen. You're ten years old. You're cheering at this point. No, my ten-year-old thought it was a bit pants, to be honest. I don't think uh, Spitfires in space when I think Doctor Who, okay? Yeah. Oh, it made, it made uh, Romana giggles. You thought it was great. Red and green laser fire. Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's the the noise, the... It was the noise that annoyed me. You shouldn't be able to hear anything. Yeah. Well... As was mentioned in several places, Star Trek does that, Star Wars does yeah. that. If you, it would be silence otherwise, and that's less dramatic. Yeah. Rogue leader, we lost someone. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, going for the Death Star. Yes. Who the heck's Danny Boy? That's the code a, name. Yeah, code name. For who? For the flight. Yeah. I know, but it's just one of these anonymous characters that. It's not a character name, it's just code talk. I know, but who is in there? We don't know. We oh, never meet him. This is all we see of him. It's unnamed a... pilot. Yeah, which is stupid. I, I call think. him Bob. Bob. Bob the pilot. <laughs> yes. He but my friends it. call me Danny Boy. <laughs> Shields are down. Kaboom. Now, this is not a mothership, is it? Because it's only got three of those little pods underneath. It's So it's like it's a medium-sized one. Yeah. And those just three... Just... The th- yeah, there are three Daleks, so they would have had one escape pod each sort of thing at the bottom. Right. 
Darkness Oof. again. <laughs> the scenery is all right when you don't look at it for too long, but when you look at that too, for too long, it looks a bit not real. I mean, you know it's not real because it's matte painting and yeah. all of that. Yeah, but it's motoring along. I mean, we're nearly 30 minutes into the episode here. Right. You know, now that I look at the TARDIS interior like this, the word empty comes to mind. Uh-huh. We've got the central console, but there's so much empty space. And you can really see that there. Yeah. Yeah. And the console doesn't seem to be the central item there. Mm-mm. It just seems to be this tiny little thing in the middle of a big room. It's like yeah. an island, isn't it? It's a much better view screen, though, that. Good size. Oh, yes. I do like having the view screen back. Activate the Android. Final victory over the Daleks. Yes. Now, I've got a feeling that the original words on the script would have said final solution. And they said, no, they mm, can't use yeah. that. Yeah. Pushing the Nazi reference too far. <laughs> yeah. Now, I do like that deeper uh, filter for the Dalek voices. Right. It, it's pushing the whole idea that these but are stronger. If you notice, it just changed again. Oh, it did? It's a lot deeper now than it was oh. a minute ago. It's, well, that, it that dropped down the, a, yeah. a, 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 an octave an or two. Huh. I have to watch it back again, but... Withdraw. What was he doing anyway? Just flying around randomly, yeah. waiting for orders? <laughs> I'm just you know, waiting here. Don't mind me. Just hanging around in space. <laughs> not bothered. Wee! Flying around a Dalek ship, not threatening me at all. Yeah. Victory roll. You know, he didn't even comment when he got up there. Oh my god, I'm in space. No, no, <laughs> just fly up there. Kill a Dalek ship. <laughs> just yeah. another day in the just life. Day. There we go with the vent on the back that uh, Dave's mentioned. Yeah, what yeah. is that for? I suppose we'll find out in time. Practical reasons, I would think, yeah. It looks like a platform little Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it would be a fold-down platform with somebody right on the back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me a lift, Dalek. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time we've seen the, um, the Sonic... Uh, screwdriver work in this particular way, isn't it? With the right, open yeah. floor. He hasn't really opened anything with it yet, has no, he? Anyway, yeah. He scanned it for, for a bit at the beginning of Beast Ah, oh, there. It's opened it. There we are. Anyone up for a game of Trivial Pursuit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's already Simon, got a pie piece. Simon says. Pie. <laughs> yeah, that's why you like this episode. There's pie in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The whole time through this, he's not thinking, oh, look at Amy's legs, or, oh, things are about to go pear-shaped. It's, oh, look, they're fly. Pie. Ooh, strawberry pie now. <laughs> now, that's twice we've had post office references as well. Mm. Post, office, post office, and it's closed. Yeah. 11th hour. 
Oh, and we missed the Scottish agenda for this episode with, yes. of course, Brace, Will, and Amy. Yes. Scottish agenda. Yeah. All right. We get it, Stephen. You're from Scotland. <sighs> I, I, just love, I just love Bill Patterson. I mean, I yeah. think he's the best thing about this episode, frankly. <laughs> Next doctor, that is. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Daleks are saying to each other, Is there any way to speed this bomb up? Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, going too slowly. Uh, Supreme Dalek, yes. When I hooked this up, I hooked it up to his emotion circuit. Is that alright? Shouldn't that be a problem. That is a brilliant idea. Shouldn't be a problem at all. I don't see any how anywhere that could be an issue. <laughs> Exactly. But you're taking our listeners out of the episode here. They're, <laughs> they're probably almost weeping buckets and you're doing this. Yeah. I was weeping buckets, but not for that reason. Hello, Amy. This, this is cool. That was perfect. It does. I like that little kind of unsure look that she gives him, like, is this all right? Uh, you know, yeah. kind of snuck in on your action here. Oh, it's a her. That's a new one for uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> well, basically, she's making comment on, on the confirmation. Dora Bella. Uh, I, I almost get the feeling that Dora Bella as a name was written just for Bill Patterson to say <laughs> because he does say things beautifully Dora Bella <laughs> well what's the one in Wallace and Gromit when he falls for that knitting uh, the, the, the woman I can't remember her name oh uh, neither similar. can I not Mavis or whatever the name is you know mm. Esmeralda deactivated Impossible, unless you wind it up to his emotion circuits. Oops, sorry. You said this was a brilliant idea. Answer for that. Kiss on the forehead. <laughs> like earlier when he called, he said, Amy, Amelia. And yeah. he's called her Pond again, which I like. It's this kind of distancing thing. Do they really need to line up in order? Star to Wars. <laughs> They're all Going just in lined up in order. You know, it's like... Mouseketeers! <laughs> you see, I think you're secretly enjoying this now, Ian. Yeah, I'm enjoying bitching it out, to be honest. <laughs> just I, for I, the record, I... listeners, uh, Mike and myself are quite... think this is not a bad episode, but Ian's not uh, convinced... No. Oh, I had problems with this episode. Yeah. Did you? Yes, oh, I did. I'm, perhaps you're in the middle of me and Ian then. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. It had some good moments, but well, you know. I mean, there are there are good moments, but I mean, considering what we were promised. And, and another the, reason I, I'm I, sort of disgruntled with this episode is something you'll see right after the end credits finish. Mm. <laughs> but this this is something we were, I mean, basically we were promised Daleks, Churchill, World War Two, uh, World War Two, Moffat in charge, Gaddis or Gaddis, 
writing. As I said, this should have been a home run. Basically, they bunted the ball and went and sat in the dugout. And I hope we don't have Union Jacks for the rest of the series. We've had them two episodes in a run. <laughs> Although, in this one, it's appropriate. Mm. I thought they were overdone in the, uh, the Beast Below episode. But the war yeah. room was great, and they actually got a what was it? A secret um, bunker, which is no longer really a secret because now everybody knows where it is. <laughs> um, this, this, you should be sad for her, but you're not. There's no uh, emotional investment. There's none. There's none, and, and and people are like, well, that's not that wasn't really the aim, but the aim wasn't really to get you to care about Raffaello and. Um, uh, what was the second episode of the new series? Um, the Face Below. No, 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 no. no. The, the Davies for second episode. End, End of the, the world. world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Raffaello, the little pl- blue plumber. You ended up oh, caring yeah. about her and going, oh, no. Yeah, so, as her. I was mentioning earlier today on Twitter with someone that to signify that was strong in Davies' era was the emotional strength of the right. writing of the the way the episodes were written and produced yeah that's gone now yeah, yeah. so far in this series finard yeah beast, beast below didn't care about the little boy who went down the hole didn't care about his sister it was, oh look bad timmy bad timmy yeah Churchill. okay okay <laughs> I see, Amy. You noticed the key being stolen. (laughs) Says something about what Amy's been up to. (laughs) Well, she's a police kissogram after all. Yep. Is that soldier real back there, or is that a dummy? I've been trying to figure that out myself. He looks very plastic, and he didn't move at all. No. And this, this whole bit's just stupid. Uh, uh, now I'm actually watching for the edits. <laughs> yeah, I think the first half of this was better. Then for the kids, the 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 sky bit was good for younger people. Yep. My hands out of his pockets. You're right. It sends it back down again. Yep. There's a Dalek blaster in that container of parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his hands were up a minute ago, and then when they cut to the back shot, his hands were down. I think it's one of those cases that if if you're not keen on an episode, you, these things jump out at you. Mm. Well, that and we're 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 fans. We're nitpicky. That's yeah. what we do. You know, this is this is what we do for fun. <laughs> so never think that we don't, you know. We're, you know, it's like, why are you watching this? This is because this is what we do, you know. We're, we do love Doctor Who. The android <laughs> gets to stay around. <laughs> hands in pockets, hands out of pockets, hands. Oh, up. Uh, I think he brought them up as they cut to that. Mm. 
suitcase. The suitcase agenda. <laughs> yeah, second time I've had a suitcase. Well, third, if you count the boys' uh, satchel. All right. Yeah. They dress these sets well, don't they? Oh, yeah. But it's the BBC. The BBC do a very good job, I've noticed. I mean, even Beast Below, they put a lot of effort into into that the, the London street in in, uh, in Starship UK. They did a lot of work that you don't see everything, but they put the effort in. I mean, that'd be fun to do, I think, as a job, to dress that kind of a set. But yeah, you yeah. can see that that sign there is backlit, which yes, I don't get. Yeah. Why, why is it necessary to backlight that? Yeah. Now, just hang on a minute. You're missing something. Here it is. Story arc. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that lit up sign. No. <sighs> it's glaring. Well, it wouldn't be so bad if there wasn't the white edging around it where the yeah. light shines through. Now, this would have been far better if they'd locked off the camera with the TARDIS dematerializing and just had that in the background for you to see if I don't you like, caught it. Yeah. I don't like how they zoom in. Zoom right in on, hey, guess what? There's a crack. Next it time. was even more so in, at the end of Beast Below where they... Just zoomed right in on it. Yeah. And now there's River Song. Now, the thing that amazed me about this one, so it was that that spaceship was uh, looked like a barrage balloon from the last episode. Uh. <laughs> oh. The Weeping Angels hiding amongst actual statues. I like that bit. <laughs> well, I wonder whether they're actually transporting it there or whether they end up crashing there and realizing there that they're there. It's quite a short little trailer, that. Mm. There'll probably be another one out, uh, later on this week. Barnaby. Yeah, there's a newer one up on... Did you notice shows. that? It just said uh, Daleks created by Terry Nation, so they have to definitely put that in there. Oh, yeah, they always have. Yeah, yeah they always have. Mm. It's part of the agreement. But Terry Nation's estate. Yeah, notice Ray Kusak never gets any mention. Oh, and here we go. Here's the reason for this episode. And we're done. And we're done. You've got a oh, different you... official copy than we'd have. <laughs> yeah, mine is going on. Mine goes on with the trailer for the reason for this episode, episode one of Doctor Who: The Adventure Game, which is basically the continuing continuing adventures of these new Daleks. Where uh, did they go when they warped off at the end? To this video game. Uh, and now we have you playing as the Doctor and Amy fighting those new Daleks. I'd be inter- I'm interested in the game, but I can understand yeah. your... It's just annoying having that whole episode being built up and, you know, set up for the, for the game that right. you may or may not actually play. Well, I, I think we all, uh, rather than waffle on too much, I think we all each should uh, take and a couple of minutes and just make a, a little summation of... Right, well, I'll get the bad stuff out of the way first, so I'll go first. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I had, if you listen to, and of course, if you haven't listened to, go back and listen to the Coltum Collective podcast today. Uh, it's now up on iTunes and uh, on TalkShoe, uh, ID 54821. Uh, I found numerous things wrong with this. Through watching this, I found a 
and was reminded of a few more things that I did actually like. I like Matt as the doctor. I think he's a great doctor. I don't have any problem with him. Amy, I just see as a companion, which I don't have a problem with either. People think, well, you know, she's fabulous. It's like, I don't really care. She's a companion, and that's that's fine by me. Um, I was happy with that in the classic series. You know, right now it's like I'd rather focus on Matt as the doctor than than her job as companion. Uh, but this just there was too many logical plot holes in this for it to to work for me. And to me, there was no sense of doom. Um. Yeah, they managed to light up London, and it would have got bombed. Uh, so, uh, you know, because... Well, it was a crippled ship, wasn't it? Really? Anyway, it was a, yeah, crippled ship with these brand-new Daleks, and uh, they turned all the lights on. Whoopee! Um, so you send up um, technologically advanced Spitfires, which were um, fitted out with this stuff in 10 minutes, uh, that flew guys who had never been into space up there to have a, a bit of a dogfight with a big Dalek saucer, which they'd never ever seen before. And yet, <laughs> I know it's Doctor Who. He flies around in a police box that's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, and he travels in time and space. Yes, I get that. But there should, should be some logic. I mean, I'm willing to kind of suspend, you know, disbelief. Um, but there's a certain extent to where it goes. And my pro- big problem, I guess, like I said before, is Stephen Moffat, Mark Gaddis, Daleks. It should have been something fantastic. I think they really should have made this two episodes, really fleshed it out, given a sense of impending doom and made you care a bit more about the, char- the other characters. Like seeing the face of the pilot, Danny Boy. We don't. We never saw his face. Not once. It's all covered up by goggles and everything. What you don't care, you know. It's like, oh well, who's he? Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I'm being really, really nitpicky on this, and I don't really know. I mean, I know that there's a lot of stuff I don't like, and that's why I'm being nitpicky. But normally, as I say, my catchphrase is, "It's Doctor Who. It's on TV. I love it." Um, but yeah. I had issues with this. <laughs> Mike! Yeah, one thing that I've been noticing with these episodes so far in the Moffat era, with the three episodes we've had so far, is the the Davies, especially with this episode, at least the Davies era episodes had their the plot worked within their own internal logic. It made sense within its own internal logic. We've seen with Beast Below and this episode, that's not so anymore. That's gone. That's out the window. And something else that I mentioned earlier in the commentary was the emotional strength of the episodes. The Davies era episodes had that. So far, the Moffat era, it's gone with Davies. So those are both gone. Uh, basically, this episode just said, just said, here, we've got five new Daleks and five brand new colors. Uh, the new eye Daleks. Um yes. So, and they warp off to who knows where. Uh, well, I think I know where, but, you know, that's that. Um, Daleks, taste the rainbow. Yes. Exterminate the rainbow. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Exactly. But next, I'm, I have a lot 
that I'm expecting of next week's episode. The first of a two-parter written by Stephen Moffat. Uh, the Time of the Angels and the, the episode following that. There's a lot that I'm expecting from that. I'm hoping that it it's Stephen Moffat. It's supposed to be a scary episode. I'm hoping that he doesn't waste the the Weeping Angels that were so good and so scary, so effective in Blink. I hope this episode doesn't degenerate too much from that. Yeah, it doesn't diminish their... Uh... Their effect, yeah. yeah. I'm not expecting yeah. anything because so far I've had expectations and they've all been dashed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, so I do I, like I, the I, idea I, I, of the Weeping Angels hiding amongst actual statues. Oh, so yeah. adding even more to that whole, yikes, statues are scary. Yeah. And then we don't know which ones are the really bad ones. Exactly. <laughs> it could be the all. That's the thing I don't know about that clip is is it they say it's like uh, a weeping angel hiding within statues. So did they crash on a planet with the weeping angel, or is the weeping angel actually there? So the episode, the official episode description mentions a maze of death. I believe that they're they're trapped in. Oh, okay. So okay. that's that. <laughs> Right, well, I think that uh, probably of the three of us, I enjoyed it more, although it was a little bit of uh, two parts. I thought the way that they'd realised the war room and um, the actual atmosphere of the Second World War was pretty good when you think that really that's just setting the scene. Um, I'm still not sure what I think about all these cracks and all these uh, other sides to the story. I think... uh, does that detract from the story? Does it take you away from the story or not? Uh, there are obviously now question marks about Amy Pond, but um, the the core cast, the core settings, I thought were pretty good. Uh, I must admit, uh, I was a little bit in disbelief when I saw the um, uh, you know the Spitfires going up into space the first time, mm. and it only took the second time to realise you know because I'd I'd heard the word gravity bubble the first time, but I had I'd missed this hypersonic flight which was the other invention. But, of course, as you quite rightly say, I mean, this was, you know, conjured up and cobbled together in 10 minutes. And even in wartime, that wouldn't have happened. No. And, of course, um, but I, I had a feeling that the the, the younger audience um, probably were sort of uh, jumping up and down with glee on their sofas watching that. So I'm sure in terms of getting the excitement back to some of the younger people because for younger people it might have been slightly too abstract a story last week i think it was stronger than last week so if if we're going to rate it if i if i think the first one was sort of near perfect getting towards a five out of five the second one was you know three three and a half this is back up to four so um the trouble is uh, as we say we we started with a top-notch story uh I mean, for all we know, we might be up to episode six or seven before we get back to that sort of level and standard. But all in all, I'm pretty much happy. uh, And I feel as though the things about the actual Daleks were more to do with marketing and and not necessarily part of the story. They're more um, commercial restraints or constraints on the the creativity of it. But um, Matt Smith... And Amy, I keep saying Matt Smith, I shouldn't say that. The 11th Doctor and Amy Pond, uh, I think they're beginning to gel more now. Right. Slightly disconcerting that they, they've filmed these out of order. So 
you can't settle down to Matt Smith's portrayal quite as easily because uh, I'm seeing the first and seventh Doctor sometimes. Other times I've seen the the fifth Doctor and the second Doctor. And um, you get a feeling that they're all in there. And um, Well, yeah. that's the thing. I don't think it's a deliberate thing. I think it's a fan thing that we're doing. Right. Where we're overlaying, we're like, oh, that's very much, you know, Patrick Charlton would have done just that. And, oh, William Hartner would have done that. Oh, Peter Davis, that's a Peter Davison moment. I think it's, we're the only ones who are actually seeing it as the fans. And we're going, oh, did you see that bit we did with this thing? That, 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 that was that was just like Sylvester McCoy, you know, that anger there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, you know, it's just us. Uh, the, the rest of the public aren't going, oh, yeah, how very, how very Billy Hartnell of you. <laughs> no, because they don't care. Um, the one thing that does bug me, and we've brought it up, is is the cracks. I think it's an insult, really, to kids everywhere that they're being so blatantly obvious with it. Because um, kids, on it, kids yeah. pick up on this stuff. I yeah. mean, I remember we reading back when they did the Fear Factors. I remember reading the comments that the kids would make, and they would be guessing throughout that. Oh, I know uh, this is good. Oh, I, I think I know what's coming up. Oh, this, yeah, that's just what I thought. That's what kids love. But you're just basically saying, "Totus dematerialize." Close up of the crack in the wall. Yeah, let's rub your nose in it. If the tar- if they had had a distant shot with the Tardis dematerializing and that little crack in behind the Tardis, kids would have gone. Did you see that? Yeah. And those mm. who didn't see it. Their mates would have told them on Monday at school. They would have been like, did you, did you, did you see when the TARDIS did material? There was a crack back there. You go back and watch it. You're joking. It didn't. You're not. It did. It didn't. It did. My dad said it did. You go back and watch it. You know, there's more fun to it right there. Because then they'll go back and oh, Charlie was right. The crack was right behind the TARDIS. Yeah. But no, everybody saw it because you couldn't help but miss it. Yeah, yeah these are kids who are reading things like Harry Potter and yeah. books that are that long. They they have the attention span. They have the, the attention to detail. So you don't have to just put things up and just hammer it over and over again and say, "There's the, the story arc. Pay attention." Just I, put it in the background and have something that you that you'd see by chance or something. Yeah. And I'm if you Steve, notice it, good. I'm hoping Stephen yeah. Moffat's kids turned around to him tonight uh, this weekend and went, "Dad, you're gonna do that every episode." What? Yeah. Crack. We get it. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, is this a, do we think that all these episodes are going to be like running under 42 minutes now? Do you think the BBC have thought that um, in the past, the the longer episodes have been butchered when they've been to I, I you know, think... other countries? So they're well, keeping them yeah. With the happenings... to a non-mess about. Right. With the happenings this week um, of the you know, Stephen and Piers and Beth and uh, Matt and Karen doing the rounds in America uh, mm. and really hyping it for BBC America. I do think it's a deliberate move to, and, and also part of it, I think, of rebooting a lot of stuff and rebranding everything is a deliberate move to really kind of... Um, Internationalize the show. Well, not internationalized because it's always been popular international, yeah. okay. but yeah. it's never been that popular in America. It's never hmm. really captured the current audience in America. I mean, we always, you know, you get it on PBS, which mm-hmm. how many people watch PBS, you know, um, Doctor Who fans <laughs> and British comedy fans. 
yeah, this is a chance for BBC America, and they have done a wonderful job. But I do believe that a lot of things that are being done in the show, and also with the the, the running time of the show, are to do with the fact that they are marketing it to America. Yeah, and as I've said, I was saying in chat earlier on different shows, is that with American programming on 60-minute shows, you have 15 to 20 minutes of adverts. Mm -hmm. So looking at the run times of these, you've got this episode and last week's episode, which are pretty much 40, 41 minutes. Right. That's fit, that fits right into it. I'm yeah. looking at next the next two episodes, the two-parter. They're both, the, at least what I'm seeing here, they're both about 43, 44 minutes. Right. So, they're both running yeah. un 45 or under. Yeah, 45 minutes most. Yeah. So I, I, I do believe it's a deliberate ploy to, to, to make it marketable in, in, in the U.S. And for it to, to be able to you know, slot in those commercials without mm -hmm. it being chopped down. Yeah, because we've, we've had that with sci-fi when, when the sci-fi channel aired it. And, and BBC America is doing it now, so doing it still. They, they chop, they abridge the episodes to make room right. for commercials. Yeah. But apparently, from what uh, Benjamin Elliott said, is is any of the episodes going on to the on-demand um, option on Comcast um, are not edited. They are the straight episodes. Which is great. Yes. Well, he said at least the 11th hour was, and I think he said that the specials were as well. They were unedited. Uh, they do have commercials during them, but they're not under any time constraints, of course, because it's on demand. Uh, hmm. They can slip in those commercials without effectively reducing the the runtime. I think we put the egg to sleep. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I'm wondering. Where, I, I was going to say uh, just to mention to people who, who are in America and only just catching the first episode that they want to listen back to our shows, but of course they won't be listening to this commentary. Uh, hopefully, until they've seen the episode. So yes. uh, that would be a redundant. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a redundant statement on my part. So, yep, um, basically um, a strong, I mean, if you if you average out the first three stories together, a pretty strong start, I would have thought. Uh, we do, do we know whether we're, we're having a Doctor Light episode this series or not? They've not. Well, we don't have descriptions for half the, for the last half of the season. Right. There's right. up to episode seven, we know what's happening. And then after that, we don't. There's episode 10 that we know of, I won't say because of spoilers, oh. but the others, uh, episodes 8, 9, and 11, 12, 13, we don't know. Those are unknown. Right. Yeah. Alrighty, well that basically wraps it up for this commentary show. Uh, thank you to Mike for joining us yet again. Glad to be here. Yay! Alright, I think that's Pretty much does it for us. So there's yep. nothing more to say, is there, Dave? Then it's good night from Randall. Konbanwa Gazaimas. It's goodbye from me. And with my tea and jammy dodges, it's good night from him. Good night, everybody. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.